average of 56,000. With its population of professors and doctors, Norwich has the demographic, the wealth, and the driven personalities to be at the vanguard of the helicopter parenting movement. And yet, the town has largely opted out of the athletic and academic arms races being waged elsewhere. Situated across the Connecticut River from Dartmouth College, Norwich used to be dismissed as a cow town by the people in Hanover, New Hampshire, where the university is located. The father of Norwich's first summer Olympian, kayaker Brett Heil, who also grew up in the town, recalled many of his classmates, the children of farmers, showing up at school with manure on the soles of their shoes from mucking horse stalls. Such a scenario is unlikely now, but despite its growing affluence, Norwich has retained its bedrock agrarian values and rustic charm. The children of Norwich still have the physical space and parental distance to explore and discover their place in the world. Its adults, generally speaking, have traded the acquisitive treadmill for daily nature walks and other grounding experiences. The residents look out for one another, and their connectivity provides a social safety net that no amount of money can buy. Numerous studies have shown that wealth and isolation are two sides of the same gold coin. The more money people have, the more cut off they feel from the friendships and support that can help them navigate difficult times. Naya Biway, a professor of applied psychology at New York University, told me that the social tapestry of Norwich represents a triumph of nurture over the natural order of the modern world which has given us a wealth and acquisition model that favors autonomy over relationships and independence over community. Norwich succeeds as a guide for overwhelmed parents, no matter where they put down their roots, on how to rear kids to be happy champions, resilient competitors, and contented, productive adults. Of course, not everybody conforms to the Norwich model. The town has its share of hovering parents. But almost by accident, the town has created a culture that seems to serve as the perfect incubator for developing the ideal Olympic athlete. Its residents seem to have absorbed a saying passed down through the generations by farmers in the area, never going to make biscuits out of them kittens. The parents of Norwich are not inclined to try to mold their offspring into something they are not. They're taking their cues from their children, rather than conducting and scheduling their children's lives. As a result, the town has succeeded in preparing its athletes not just for professional achievement, but for fulfillment in their post-sports lives. The Norwich athletes that I came to know seem to have sidestepped the substance use, anxiety, and depression that often plague Olympians in retirement. Dr. Stephen Ungerleiter, a sports psychologist who has served in several capacities with the United States Olympic Committee, conducted a study published in 1997 in which he interviewed 57 retired United States Olympians in 12 sports. 40% of the group reported having serious post-Olympics problems. Many reported that this was the only life they knew, and it was inconceivable to do anything else, Ungerleiter wrote. With one notable exception, the Norwich Olympians have managed this difficult transition better than most. Jim Kenyon, a columnist for the local Valley News, described Norwich to me as... Disney World with maple trees. He would know. He brought up his family in town, and though he is no longer bound to the place by his children, now grown, Kenyon continues to live in Norwich, where his neighbors run the spectrum from mansion owners to yurt dwellers. That he pokes fun at the place but is in no hurry to leave is telling, as is the fact that the town's unofficial den mother is neither a coach nor one of its celebrated athletes. Her name is Beth Reynolds, 
the children's librarian at Norwich Public Library, who tailors reading recommendations to each youngster's personality and whims. Even more than the athletes who compete all over the globe, it is Reynolds who opens new worlds to the children of Norwich. Yet as extraordinary as the town seems, the seeds for its success can be planted and cultivated anywhere. Norwich started producing Olympians at the advent of the television age. A young woman named Betsy Snight won a silver medal for America and Norwich at the 1960 Olympics in Squaw Valley, California, the first games to be televised live in the United States. CBS aired 31 hours of coverage over the 11 days of competition. In 2014, when the most recent Norwich Olympian, Hannah Carney, competed in her third and final games, in the Black Sea Resort of Sochi, Russia, NBC showed 1,500 hours over 18 days. The town has had a front porch seat to the...